Now, I'm going to ask um, Linda and Alistair if they wouldn't mind joining me at the front here um, and just to hear a little bit more about what they do and, um, and, and the like. So, Linda, did you come on, Alistair, come a bit closer, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Alistair, if I start with you, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> that was always going to be the plan. We're going to start more specific because Alistair's, as you might, some of you might well be aware, Alistair's been working in Camborne for just reminding me that it's 10 years um, Alistair's been working amongst us in Camborne, which is a joy for us. Um, and many of you will know Alistair from working at the medical practice. Um, so we're going to start with Alistair and look specifically in health. And then we broaden out because we're talking about well-being. And so Linda from the Children's Centres, we're very interested in how to be a healthy community, and that means for families as well. So children are important and families are important. So we're going to ask Linda in just a moment um, what that might mean for the bringing of children and the well-being of families in this place. But Alistair, can I, can I hand you this, if that's, if that's all right? Um, and being a, a GP... Okay. Oh, I like this dance. So can, I, can I join in? No. Oh. You fit in very well if you come again, Alistair. We... <laughs> Alistair, being a GP, how, how do you find uh, that work? And what is the most satisfying um, aspect of dealing with people? Um, constantly people coming to you with uh, requests. Or, but in terms of working with people, what do you find the most rewarding? Sure. Firstly, before I answer that, see, it's what a thrill it is for me to be here uh, for the first time. We live just on the edge of Cambridge, so we go to a church in Cambridge, but it's lovely to see one or two familiar faces here from work. What's the most satisfying thing? I think the, the one or two things in particular, uh, people, working with people, it's not just uh, figures or numbers or statements or whatever but people and that means for me variety variety of characters and uh, variety of medical conditions as well because someone may have the same condition as someone else who comes in but presents in a very different way uh, it's it's a real privilege to be a doctor because it's very stimulating intellectually there are always new things to learn uh, and so uh, it keeps me on my toes. Uh, and I think finally, what do I enjoy? It's, uh, it's a great team I, I work with. Um, particularly, it's a non-competitive environment, so I'm not comparing myself with someone else who's perhaps earning more or whatever, but we're very much there to learn from each other and we share a lot and encourage each other a lot and it's a very happy team that I work with so I count as a great privilege to mm. be working in Monkfield. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. And that's Alistair, that. thinking about, about our new community um, of, of Camborne and as it's grown enormously in the last 10 years, are there particular things that you delight in and are there any things that concern you? from your perspective? Sure. I've, this is the third place I've worked in. I worked in Portsmouth uh, for about 10 years and then New Zealand for quite a few years. 
and they were predominantly retirement community and I enjoy working with all ages people mm. but uh, for me it was a bit like a new lease of, lease of life coming to Camborne lots of young families children and uh, so I think for me that was a real challenge and change mm. and uh, new stimulation mm. so I enjoy uh, Camborne partly for the age range but partly um, I enjoy it being an international community mm. as well the fact that mm. I worked in Africa for a while as well another job um, and uh, various places abroad and I enjoy uh, the variety of people and one I suppose the, perhaps I'm it's wrong to say the extreme, but uh, Muslims who come in, women, and you can just see their eyes. And to me, that was quite threatening in someone, who's this person behind me? But um, very often the husbands say to the wives, take off your top. And underneath, they're just like you and me, uh, women with their problems and trials and normal people. So. I enjoy the international side mm. of Camborne very much. And that's really developed in the last few years, hasn't it? We've seen Camborne get more diverse. I mean, we had an international afternoon just, just recently, which right. was wonderfully attended. Uh, Alistair, um, faith, where does this fit into well-being? Has it got a place in, in helping people? Um, sure. And, and if so, how? How does faith impact one's well-being? I think in lots of different areas. Um, I think personally uh, for me and I've seen it in other people having a close relationship with Jesus is uh, provides a really strong foundation for my life for other people's lives um, providing purpose and direction but also help in times of need so um, knowing Jesus is a real uh, um, provision for well-being I think uh, that's personally in the family uh, perhaps Linda's going to say a little bit more about that but uh, uh, a lot is said in the Bible about honoring and loving and obedience and uh, I think that provides a good framework for family life um, and for a, a man in the household, for a parent in the household, knowing that I haven't always got the answers to problems that are going to be able to turn to God and ask for his help, not just personally, but in the family situation, is uh, tremendous. Uh, faith, well-being, church is enormously um, helpful for well-being, providing support in times of trouble, but equally in times of joy, being able to praise and worship is great, and rather than just being by yourself. Uh, and I think small groups in church, you have small groups we here, do, yes. and that's really helpful for uh, people being able to build friendships and open up. Hmm. So I'm sorry I'm saying, as I said to Peter, it seems as if you've got a humming church here. And, not going to be able to provide much more but an encouragement to keep going um, I think sir, church as well is great for helping people uh, provide people with a, um, an outlet to serve others mm. rather than just living mm. in an isolated family mm. and I think generally church provides stable families um, and uh, support for the weak mm. yeah mm. 
Thank you. So that's, uh, it's uh, really encouraging to hear you say that, and it's insightful and affirming to us um, as a church as we look to be wanting to be promoting good health uh, in physical and mental and spiritual and holding all of those together. It's something we don't always get the balance right. Maybe sometimes we're, we're, we're too spiritual or um, we have different views on these kind of things. But it's really for us in our community, we want to be an agent of, that's life-affirming um, and supporting people in different stages and in different ways. So it's really, um, you know, if, again, I've said to Alistair, if there's things you think we could be doing to promote explicitly better health or um, physical, mental health, you know, we'd be delighted to... To, to hear that or to work with you on these kind of things, you know. But thank you for those insights. It's really, really interesting. Thank you. Now, Linda, if I, if I turn to you, can I give you this, Linda? And um, as I say, if we turn around and think about well-being in terms of relationships and the relationships of people that are around us. Linda, you're involved with the Camborne Children's Centre. Do you want to start off by saying what that the Children's Centre are up to? Yes. Um, I manage Camborne Children's Centre and three other children's centres. I have four altogether. Um, and we cover 53 villages with those children's centres, Camborne being one of them. Um, so we don't have a huge number of staff. We're quite thinly spread. So we have quite a challenge um, in um, working across all those communities. Um, I thought, it, forgive me if you already know, but if I just give you a little bit of an idea what mm -hmm. a children's centre is first, because um, I think with the progression from the Sure Start local programmes, which started back at the beginning of 2000, um, through to children's centres today, um, they are now referred as um, Sure Start children's centres, but I think people get quite confused with how things have changed along the way. So today, there are 40 children's centres in... in um, in the county. Um, we're supposed to have a children's centre for each community um, with families under five. So a community is about 800 under fives in an area. So obviously the Camborne Children's Centre is very difficult, different geographically to my children's centre at Bassingbourne, where I go from the Hertfordshire to the Bedfordshire borders and everything in between. So each children's centre is a little bit different. Um, and there are, but there still should be core values for each centre, core services, and then other things that reflect what happens within the community. Um, so um, we're also part of the 0 to 19 local locality team, which is the county council's services for children 0 to 19 in Camborne, and we work very closely with them. Um, and basically, the children's centre is supposed to be a one-stop shop. I've brought a leaflet with me, which I'll leave behind. Um, and you're very welcome to call in and see us at Sackville House if you want to find out any more. Um, but basically, the idea is to help families learn and grow um, and support, um, with support um, to work with families of children five and under. Um, and, um, yes, for them to, to play and have fun and learn um, together. Uh, it, we don't do it all ourselves. We work with other groups in the community. Um, and the idea is that if we can't actually um, provide the need, then actually we link or signpost to others. So that's a little Thank bit you. That gives us some idea. Where we're, so <laughs> it's, it's great to leave a the leaflet. To so, bring it down, um, you've got something right. we can yes, look at. That's the end. Right, yeah. Just more, more, gen more specifically to Camborne, Linda, um, do you think Camborne's a good place for kids to grow up? I think it's a lovely place for children to grow up, um, but I think it's always worth trying to put it into contact, context. 
Um, in 2007, UNICEF did a, um, a survey of children's well-being, um, and it came out there were half a million unhappy children, which is really quite sobering. Um, and that the UK was actually at the bottom of the list of those of those countries, which. Um, so, Camborne is a lovely place, but there's an awful lot to do, and it's a really big challenge. I mean, therefore, what, could you name some of the things, you know, more particularly, that might undermine or threaten well-being as, as people grow in, in our community? Um, I think, I mean, it's a subject we could talk on about mm. all day, but trying to just condense it down a little bit. Um, the Children's Society did um, a survey back in 2006, and they've just um, done another one in 2012. And they've actually come out with sort of six key factors which um, are sort of important to children's well-being. Um, and it was very interesting of, the, of those six that actually where you live but your house, your community, etc., came down as number five. And actually the things that were at the top were more about how they felt rather than the things they had. And I think that's kind of something which is mm. really quite important to hold on to. And it's, it's about um, love and relationships um, and our community rather than actually our materialistic things. So Camborne's a lovely place to be, mm. has lots of opportunities, but then there are also lots of other things that we need to think about as mm. well. In terms of relationships and spending time yeah. and, yeah, all of that. That's, that's yeah. very helpful. And the final question, like in some ways I asked Alistair, yeah. as a Christian church, how can we, uh, might we better promote children's well-being? What do you think we can do as a church with that? Again, it's a big question, but any <laughs> just brief so little insights or kind okay. of... Um, my daughter works out in Africa, and every time I go out to see her, I get faced with this challenge of things that they're doing out there and things that we're doing here. Um, and there's an, an African proverb which said it takes a whole village to bring up a child. Um, and... I think that's really our challenge, actually, to think mm. about how we can, as a community, bring up these, the children in our community. Because often, you know, it's blamed, if there are problems, it's blamed at school or families or whatever. And actually, us as a community really have to support the families in that. Um, and, um, yes, I mean, I think there are a huge number of things that, that we could do. And I think as a Christian community, certainly from, with the children's centres, we are being pushed more and more to um, much higher levels of intervention, working less about the universal services, less about the groups that everyone can come to, um, and more about sort of targeted working with families with, right. with, with problems. And I think that actually to have some ground root support from you as a church would be wonderful hmm. because actually a lot of the families are lonely and actually need a friend or somebody to be alongside them. Um, lots of grandparents who don't have grandchildren living nearby or families who don't have grandparents living by, that intergenerational support. And I think there's a huge amount that we could do together to actually support those families and bring the really hard job of bringing up children. So you are hmm. the village. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that would thank be you. really good to explore further. Fantastic. Thank, thank you, Linda. Thank you, okay. Alistair. Um, just before you both sit down, it would be just nice to, to pray for you both.
in all that you do as we give thanks for their commitment to, to people in our community and their, both of them, their desire that God's love be expressed through the work they do. So let, let's pray. God, we thank you for all that you are doing in our community. We thank you for the people that you've gathered here at this time. This morning, we particularly thank you for Alistair and Linda. And we pray in their working lives that you would give them wisdom and compassion. You would give them your eyes and your heart. You'd help them when they've got difficult decisions to make, whether they be financial or about futures. In all of this, Lord, may they know your peace and your love in their lives. Bless them, we ask, in Jesus' name.